On today's podcast, we're going to take a look at the latest Dunkel College football rankings, as well as four picks for week four of the schedule, starting with Notre Dame and Wisconsin and followed by Arkansas versus Texas A&M, Nebraska at Michigan State, and Arizona at Oregon. Welcome to the Dunkle Index Podcast, the sports world's oldest rating service now in our 92nd season. I'm Bob Dunkel, and let's take a look at our latest top five rankings and some of the big matchups for week four of the college football schedule. Close calls were definitely the theme for a couple of our top five teams, starting at number five with the Oklahoma Sooners, who scored only 23 points, their fewest in the last five years while getting past Nebraska 23-16. to At number four, we've got the Ohio State Buckeyes, who still showed some effects from the Oregon loss two weeks ago as they led by only a TD in the fourth quarter before pulling away against Tulsa behind Travion Henderson's 277 rushing yards, which topped Archie Griffin's freshman record, by the way. That's going back a ways. Uh, At number three, we've got the Iowa Hawkeyes, who showed no letdown from their rivalry win against Iowa State. They took care of Kent State 30-7. Number two is the Georgia Bulldogs, who got a strong game from QB JT Daniels coming back from injury in their easy 40-13 win over South Carolina. And at number one, we've got the Alabama Crimson Tide, who got all they could handle from Florida in the swamp before prevailing 31-29 behind Bryce Young's three TD passes. Now, let's take a look at some of this week's key matchups. Starting with Notre Dame versus Wisconsin, who will meet at Soldier Field in Chicago. Neither team has to be feeling particularly good about itself at this point, as the Irish are ranked number 17 in the Dunkel Index, and the Badgers are number 26. Not bad, but expectations are always higher for these two programs. Notre Dame has been generating plenty of offense behind QB and former Badger Jack Cohn. But Brian Kelly's team has had a tough time putting away teams lately. The Irish needed OT to get past FSU in week one, had to hold off a surprisingly feisty Toledo team in week two, and finally put a little breathing room between itself and Purdue last week in a 27-13 win. Badgers opened up with an all-or-nothing game in week one against Penn State, came up short 16-10 at home. They had a nice rebound game against Eastern Michigan in week two. There's still question marks, I'd say, surrounding QB Graham Mertz in the offense, which ranks just 108th right now in passing yards and 105 in scoring. What doesn't have any questions is Paul Chris' defense, which is ranked second in the nation in total yards and first against the run right now. That D should go a long way toward keeping the final score under the Vegas total of 46, according to Dunkel. But Dunkel has the Irish pulling out the win in this one and uh, taking advantage of the five-and-a-half-point spread. Irish get the straight-up win in Chicago. Now let's go down to Arlington, Texas, for a reunion of two former Southwest Conference teams as the Arkansas Razorbacks meet the Texas A&M Aggies. The Aggies come into this one ranked number six in the Dunkel Index, 
Well, the Razorbacks are number 18. For Arkansas, Sam Pittman's team is hoping it's deja vu after vanquishing Texas two weeks ago. The Hogs avoided a letdown last week, rolling past Georgia Southern 45-10, to and looked to have a real playmaker in the backfield with quarterback K.J. Jefferson, who threw for 366 yards and three TDs. You know, but facing that Eagles defense and an Aggies defense are two different animals. Jimbo Fisher's unit is coming off its first shutout since 2016 as they blanked New Mexico last week, 34 to nothing. Following that performance, A&M has the top-rated defense for passing yards at 77.3 per game and scoring at 5.7 points per game. The game also allowed uh, QB Zach Calzada to get some important snaps after being forced to fill in for starter Hayden King, Haynes King, I should say, who went down in week two with an injury. Calzada responded with three TD tosses last week against the Lobos. It's good to see Arkansas football back in the upper tier for the first time almost a decade, but the Aggies have never lost to the Razorbacks since joining the SEC. That trend continues here, according to Dunkel, which has the Aggies winning and covering the four-and-a-half-point Vegas line with a total that goes just over the 48-point mark. Now let's head over to East Lansing for a Big Ten contest between Nebraska and Michigan State. You know, people want to know if Sparty is back following last year's disastrous 2-5 and five campaign. Mel Tucker's team certainly has it looking that way with a 3-0 and record and a number 14 ranking in the Dunkel Index right now. They pulled off one of the biggest upsets last week with a 38-17 win at Miami as a seven-point underdog. Kenneth Walker III rushed for 172 yards and QB Peyton Thorne through for 261 yards and four TDs as the offense continues to be the story in the early going for Michigan State, which now ranks 10th in the nation in rushing, 14th in total yards. Walker himself leads the nation in rushing with 493 yards and is ranked sixth with an average of 8.6 yards per game, uh, pardon me, per carry. They'll get a real test, though, against Nebraska defense that held Oklahoma to just 408 total yards last week. As we said, the lowest point total in five years for the Sooners. And that 408 yards was well below the Sooners season average in yards uh, per game. But as has been the case for the Huskers, who have dropped two of their first four games and are ranked just 51st in the Dunkel Index, they have had trouble putting points on the board behind quarterback Adrian Martinez. Nebraska's ranked 25th in total yards in the nation, not not too shabby, but uh, they don't seem to be able to put the ball in the end zone, which is why they're ranked just 69th in the nation in scoring. That lack of offensive power looks to make this another tough week for Scott Frost's team, which is just 4-11-1 against the spread in its last 15 games after scoring less than 20 points in the previous game. Dunkel has Michigan State winning at home and covering the five-point line with a point total that goes over the Vegas line of 52. Now let's wrap up out west with one of the big surprises of the season so far in the Oregon Ducks, Mario Cristobal's team shook up the college football landscape and sent a strong message for the Pac-12 when they knocked off Ohio State at the Horseshoe two weeks ago. They followed that up with a ho-hummer against FCS Stony Brook last week and sit at number 15 in, in this week's Uncle Index. 
The Ducks offense has been really steady behind BC transfer Anthony Brown at QB and has relied heavily on a running game behind uh, C.J. Verdell and Travis Dye to average over 200 yards per game in rushing, good for 28th in the country. Just ask the Buckeyes about Verdell's ability after he ran for 161 yards and three TDs, including a 77-yarder in the third quarter that started to make that upset a reality. For the Wildcats, it's hard to say that losing to FCS Northern Arizona last week could be characterized as an upset. Things have hit rock bottom in Tucson for sure. At 0-3 and number 104 in the Dunkel Index, 0-12 is looking like a real possibility for Arizona. The offense has been bad, especially on the ground where the Wildcats are ranked just 122nd in the nation in rushing. But the defense has been equally bad, especially against the run, where they rank just 111th in the nation. It's a bad combo going up against this Oregon team. But the Ducks now on the national radar and thinking playoffs against a Wildcats team that is 6-21 against the spread in its last 27 road games. This has all the makings of a blowout, according to Dunkel, which has Oregon covering a healthy 28.5-point line with a score total that stays under the Vegas mark of 58. So there you have it. Some picks to get the college football week going. Of course, you can get all our picks by visiting our website at dunkelindex.com. Tune in later this week as we take a look at some of the top games for week three of the NFL schedule. I'd like to thank everybody for listening and my son Ben for all of his hard work to make this happen. As always, good luck to everybody. 